the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Today's announcement proves that our economy is roaring back. It's coming back extremely strong. President Trump hailing a drop in the nation's unemployment rate. U.S. employers adding a substantial 4.8 million jobs in June. And the unemployment rate fell to 11.1% as the job market improved for a second straight month. But the president warns that economic gains could be wiped out if Democrat Joe Biden is elected in November. You want to raise taxes? This whole thing, your 401ks will drop down to nothing. And your stock market will drop down to nothing. This is not just luck, what's happening. This is a lot of talent. The nation has now recovered roughly one-third of the 22 million jobs it lost to the pandemic recession. Also at townhall.com, the Supreme Court is denying Congress access to secret grand jury testimony from special counsel Robert Mueller's Russia investigation. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton with that report. Justices agreed to hear the Trump administration's appeal of a lower court order for the material to be turned over to Democrats in the House. The high court's action will keep the documents out of congressional hands at least until the case is resolved, which is not likely to happen before 2021. The delay is a victory for the president, who is also mounting a court fight against congressional efforts to obtain his banking and other financial records. Greg Clugston. Washington. California has reversed course on its economic reopening as cases of the coronavirus surge. Governor Gavin Newsom on Wednesday shut down bars, movie theaters, and indoor eating at restaurants for three weeks across 19 counties that have 72% of the state's population, closing many businesses that were only allowed to reopen a few weeks ago. Wall Street likes the jobs report. The Dow is ahead 205 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. This important message is for anyone experiencing financial hardship and owes back taxes to the IRS or has unfiled tax returns. Recent events have caused massive job layoffs and financially burdened millions. While tough times will go away, the IRS won't. At Community Tax, we're on top of evolving IRS collection policies that could make it easier to resolve tax problems and dramatically lower monthly payments. If you're facing a serious loss of income, you may qualify for IRS hardship programs that may lower your monthly payments or provide dramatic tax savings. For taxpayers who owe less than $250,000 and are in a payment arrangement with the IRS, new guidelines could lower your payments substantially. Community Tax has decades of experience helping taxpayers with IRS collections. So call our helpline today for your free consultation and learn what programs you qualify for. Call 800-600-3010. That's 800-600-3010. 800-600-3010. Inspiration, education, and application. It's Scott B. Black coming your way next on Like It Matters Radio here on Freedom 1570. A whole myriad of ways to tune on into the program. You can listen to us with our free app. Look us up at freedom1570.com. Uh, iHeart, if you have that, or even on your smart speaker. A lot of ways to tune in. Catch all of your favorite hosts, whether it's Chris Plant to start your day off, 
Dana Lash in the afternoons, or Mark Levin as he crews home each and every weekday at 5. Mark Levin wants the evidence. I'm sick and tired of the way cops are being treated in this country. No, I didn't say I'm sick and tired of the way bad cops are being treated. I said I'm sick and tired of the way cops are being treated. If somebody has statistics, legitimate statistics, that demonstrate there's systemic police brutality, I want to see it. If somebody has statistics that there's systemic racism among the police, I want to see it. You're not going to find it. Mark Levin, weeknights at 5, right before Sebastian Gorka at 8 on Freedom 1570. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is a central theme in the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corey Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book, an original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. Now, 45 years later, comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold, behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true, breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rhys-Davis. Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with promo code Minneapolis. Return to the hiding place at SalemNow.com. Promo code Minneapolis. Due to historical content might not be suitable for younger audiences. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And gentlemen, ladies, I don't know about you, but boy, I'm looking around and people are wound pretty tight. Anybody see it? <laughs> we are wound tight. You know, my background's in neurolinguistic programming. And uh, one thing that I see is patterns. I mean, I think really that's the basis of NLP. It's, it's about patterns. It's how, do you, how do you do it? You know, how, how do you make yourself so angry? How do you turn yourself on? How do you turn yourself off? How do you get yourself frustrated? Now, you notice I didn't say, how does anybody else do that, right? We can't be like Sam Kennison and blame everybody else, right? We do it. Remember, transactional analysis tells us between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power and our freedom. And because the mind is six times faster than we can talk, there's a stimulus And what we do is we don't respond to the stimulus. What happens is because our mind is so fast, we go to our three channels. We call them modalities, right? We have a visual modality. We have an auditory modality. We have a kinesthetic modality. In other words, we see things, we hear things, and we feel things. 
So here's how it works, because transactional analysis is a study of communication. I talk about Dr. Eric Byrne a lot. In 1965, I think it was, he wrote a book called The, uh, the Games People Play. Uh, and then I think it was Michael Hall, maybe. Someone a few years later wrote the book, I'm Okay, You're Okay. Uh, and that sold like 20 million copies. And it's all based on transactional analysis, taking the complex field of communication, uh, psychotherapy, and putting it in layman's terms. And so what you realize is someone says something or does something, and then we go to what we know, right? The good book says a dog returns with vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns the mire. And so we always go to what we know. That's why I love the proverb, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. Because when you back someone against the wall, you get their instinct. You get their natural response. You get their abasement. And that's why in, in national tragedy, we see the worst of people and the best of people. You know, Hurricane Katrina, if you read about the people that were raped and killed and, and what happens in these Black Lives Matter marches, you know, people get killed. You know, in Dallas, five cops were killed a few years back for the Black Lives Matter march because people use crisis and in crisis you see the worst in people because it's base. And so what happens is someone says something or does something and we automatically go to what we know. So we go to our past. We see something from our past. We say something from our past or we feel something from our past. And then based on that, we respond. So in other words, we are not responding to what the person said. We're not responding technically to the stimulus. What we're responding to is our narrative about the stimulus. Why did that person do that? Or what does it mean about me? Or See, you got to get that. You know, when Jesus Christ was being crucified by his pets, he said seven things on the cross. The first thing uh, and the last thing I always believe are the most important for any speaker. Because I want to I grab you right at the get-go, and then I want to leave you with something to remember me by. And Jesus Christ, the first thing he said on the cross was, Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. See, see, when he was squeezed, what came out of him was what was in him. We're sponges. And so it's amazing that we can blame people. You made me angry. You made me shut down. You made me bitter. And I say, whoa, uh-uh. I'm not God. I didn't make you anything. I'm just putting a little pressure on you. I'm just squeezing you. Because any good sponge knows that the only thing that can come out of a sponge is what you put in the sponge. Logic. And remember, we have five portals of entrance to, to our experience. We see things and they become part of our experience. We hear things or say things. We have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day, and that's talking to yourself. That becomes part of our experience. Or we feel either tactilely through experience or emotion something. And we smell things and we taste things. And all those become part of our experience. And remember yesterday we were talking about PTSD? When someone has a trauma, we experience life one time and then it's codified. It's codified in what we call submodalities because each one of the modalities, the visual, the auditory, and the kinesthetic, have different ways that they manifest themselves. And so I, it's all about patterns. And the typical pattern for we human beings is this. Stuff, 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 snap. Did you hear it? Some of you know this. Some of you knew this from your parents. Some of you know this from an abusive spouse, boyfriend, or girlfriend. Some of you know it from an abusive boss. We stuff, 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 snap. You know, I told you I've, been, uh, I've never been one to social media. I won't believe you want to be a part of my life, then be a part of my life. 
But over the last two weeks, I told you I've been a little more active on LinkedIn. You know, I got about uh, 3,000 people I'm connected to, and I don't even use it. I mean, it was just by accident. I've helped a lot of people. I've helped 15, 20,000 people through my 30 years. So that I just know a lot of people. And so I've been posting and getting a little more involved. And, in, you know, it's been two weeks now. And true story, um, uh, two days ago, um, LinkedIn banned me. Yeah. I'm like, what did I say? What did I do? And they, yeah, they, they, I guess a soft band, they just shut me down for a few hours. And so I wonder, what did I do that was so warranting of, I mean, them shutting me up? I mean, and uh, I went and looked on their site and everything. I emailed them. And guess what? They're not willing to tell me what I did. Just don't do it again. <laughs> so, Stop it. So, yeah, so I read all through their list, and what it is, is there's something on there that says, hey, you make sure that if you don't like what someone posts, if you think they're violating the rules, you tell us. You tell us. And so I found out what it was. It, it, it's okay what you say as long as you believe what the group thinks. So you can insult people. You can swear. You can call people racist, Uncle Tom's. You can do all that stuff. As long as you're thinking the right way, as long as you think like Facebook and LinkedIn and like this world, as long as you got the group think, they're going to protect you. You have the right to say whatever you want to say. But how dare you think differently than the groups and the masses and say something? Because then one of those weak little complainers will say, oh, he said something not right. And then they automatically, boom, freeze you without telling you what you did. And so I got to tell you, I counsel people. I would I'd say I counsel people for a living, but I don't know, I'm not making a living right now. I'm banned from making money. I can't gather people. I can't do intimate training, uh, but I still help people. I'm a terrible businessman. You'll learn that about me. Terrible businessman. I'm a great servant of God. I'm a great helper, uh, but I help people whether they have money or not. That's the unfortunate part. So I'm doing a lot of counseling, and I got to tell you, um, and I don't counsel my wife. There's no way you can counsel your wife because that's just a ro- different relationship. But last night, uh, I held my wife as she sobbed in my hands. Sobbed. Cried. Just at a breaking point. Stuff, 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 snap. Just of all the hatred, all the bitterness, all people justifying being mean and hateful to each other because someone doesn't think like the vocal minority thinks right now, and they will destroy you. I was looking at the national soccer team, whatever it is, I'm not sure what level, national soccer, and I saw from the national anthem, every single kid kneeling except one. One. Oh, my gosh, and this person was attacked. This young girl was attacked for standing, and then she had to explain herself that, listen, I'm all for all Black Lives Matter. I'm all for all the injustice. Absolutely, I stand with my brothers and sisters. I just did that because my my parents are in the military. I mean, she had to almost apologize. Remember the old days, like a year ago, when people had to explain why they kneeled down? Now, in a short period of time, People now got to explain why they actually show respect. Before, we had to explain why we show disrespect and say, well, it wasn't really disrespect. It's because of this. Now, we actually got to justify our showing respect. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to get real. I'm going to talk about wound tight because there's a lot of people wound tight and people are being hurt. Hurting people hurt people. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. What's happening to you and me? God grant me the serenity to 
just remember who I am Cause you're giving up your sanity For your pride and your vanity Turn your back on humanity Oh, and you don't give up Between the stimulus and the response There is a space and in that space is your power, your freedom Dr. Victor Frankl In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mac, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. This is what change looks like. What the games people play now Every night and every day now Never meaning what to say Never saying what they mean While they while away the hours In their ivory towers Amen. While they wall away the hours in their ivory towers. Boy, isn't it so easy to point a finger. We cast our stones as we sit in our glass houses, right? I am Mr. Black, and we're doing some truth therapy. We're coming hard at you with the truth. 
And it was Christ truth himself. Therapy. Yeah. Remember, Jesus was all about truth therapy. He said, uh, and then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But it was James Garfield that said, but first, it's going to make you miserable. But the good news is, the good Lord promised us that there might be misery tonight, but there's some joy that comes in the morning. And Thank uh, you. I got to tell you, I'm holding on to some joy. I don't know about you, because it looks pretty dark out there. It looks pretty helpless and hopeless. Can I suggest the word of the day is confusion. Yeah, confusion. You know, that's an interesting word, and I love words. You know me. Anybody that's listened to this radio show more than once knows I love words. I'm an etymologist by trade. Uh, No, I don't like bugs. Look it up. It's not about bugs. It's about words. Word up. And so uh, confusion is a lack of understanding, uncertainty. It is the state of being bewildered or unclear in one's mind about something. It is an act or an instance of confusing confusion of the issue. And how about this one? A lack of order or regular arrangement. What? Yeah. See, that's what's throwing me off. You know, I, I told you the thing about LinkedIn. So turned off by LinkedIn. I'm about done with LinkedIn. But there's this bitter, angry guy, Michael Forbes, and he just wants to attack me all the time. He, uh, just one sentence, oh, our favorite little racist. You know, he wants to, our little favorite little bigot. And, I mean, LinkedIn's okay with him attacking and trashing. Uh, no big deal. But he's a petty little man, a little angry old white guy who I feel sorry for his wife. Honestly, when I see bitter, hateful people like that, my first thought is that poor woman, if he has one, if she hasn't left him yet, or those poor kids, what hell have they had to endure being around such a small, petty, little, bitter man? But he just wants to attack and and, and attack and put down and trash. And one thing I realize is that's really all this social media is about. And, uh, boy, I, I don't see how people can do it. I, I did it for two weeks, and I'm about done. I, I have a problem when I see a lie. Uh, I want to deal with it with the truth. But we got to deal with this confusion because I believe that the, our enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. Uh, because, see, when we're confused, we don't speak up. When we're confused, we don't step out. When we're confused, uh, we don't be who we're supposed to be. We, 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 we got one foot in and one foot out. We're like, a, like James talks about a, 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 a boat on the water that's being tossed to and fro and to and fro. We don't know where to stand. We don't know what, what to take a stand for. And so the number one weapon formed against us is confusion. And if you look out in the world, it is confusing right now. I mean, if you believe what the majority of people have believed for 200 years in this country, you're now evil. You're now a hate speaker. You're now unevolved. You're now asleep. Like that little girl, that one, he's not a little girl, I think they're like 12, 13, 14, I didn't mean anything by that, by this youth soccer team. Every single person kneeling. For the national anthem, because they they're stand, they're kneeling with somebody, I guess, and then the one girl standing and she got attacked. Anybody that says anything about the God of BLM today is attacked. Now, please hear this. I believe unequivocally, unequivocally, Black Lives Matter. So I'm gonna leave that alone. I'll pause for a second because I can't tie anything to it, or somehow that takes away from it. So I'll say again, all Black Lives Matter. Right on. Don't. 
Dun, 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 dun. Is that enough time? Can I say something else? Or do I have to still pause a little more so it's left alone? Yeah. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Okay. I'm ready to add to it now. With that said, I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, I cannot support the Black Lives Matter movement. I mean, the founders admit that it has, uh, they're trained in Marxist views. That They're proud of their Marxist foundation. The founders say that one of their outcomes is to destroy the nuclear family. I mean, look at what we've done. Planned Parenthood is right there in the middle of black communities. Right? I mean, 20 million people. The founder, Ms. Sanger, did not like black people. I mean, it's just very true. It's very proven. And so anything to disrupt the, the nuclear family. Why do you think three out of four uh, people, black children, grow up in a single parent family household? I mean, it's just stats. And by the way, 50% of white people now do the same thing. Uh, incredible. And the lowest, I think, is I, when I looked at the figure was Asians. Uh, Asian Americans, I think it's like in the teens, 15% uh, of uh, Asian children grow up in a, in a single-parent family a home. And so, don't you see, when you remove men out of the equation, you know, a lot of things happen. You can take back a lot of fall of society, the removal of men. And so what's happened in our confusion is we've lost our, 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 our grounding. We lost our foundation. We lost know who we are. Uh, and people are snapping. My wife, I told you, she got overwhelmed yesterday. She was crying in tears. I could not console her. I mean, she's just tired of the hatefulness, the bitterness. We're struggling to survive. We, you know, she's like, we've helped thousands of people over the years, and most of it's been for free. And now when we're struggling, I'm like, don't, don't get wrapped up in that. Don't worry. God is our provider. It's Jehovah Jireh. God will provide. He's our portion. Don't worry about it. But she was really wrapped up in the hatefulness and the meanness. And so I want to go to a clip because it's, it's really incredible. You know, this clip here I'm going to share with you, uh, it shows you why there's so much confusion. Uh, there was in St. Louis a couple weeks back, uh, there was uh, some people uh, rioting, a couple of hundred of them that broke into a, a gated community, uh, and they were threatening a couple, this a St. Louis couple called Mark and Patricia McCloskey. Now, the thing about these people, I don't know them from Adam. I don't know their hearts, so please hear that. But supposedly they did, they did a lot of work with black, uh, with black people, with uh, low-income people. They've helped a lot of people. Most of their clients are black. They've been basically supportive of the BLM movement. But because the media turned them into these whole anti-BLM things, they're being attacked now by people who used to support them. Why don't you go ahead and play clip number one? Well, no one was protecting you, and they were screaming at you and threatening you and threatening to murder your dog and harm you and your wife. What do you make of the attacks on you for doing what we used to believe every homeowner had an obligation to do? Why are they denouncing you you as a racist? I don't understand. And, you know, here's here's the interesting thing. I've spent my career defending people that are defenseless for people that are having a hard time making their miracle happen, for people that don't have a voice. My black clients love us. The night that this happened, I had some of our black clients calling us up till 2.30 in the morning, telling us how wrong it was the way the press was writing us up, telling how wrong it was that that we should be portrayed as racist. This is what I do for a living. I, I help people that are down and that need a hand and the people that need a voice. To call us racist is ridiculous, and it had nothing to do with race. I wasn't worried what the race was of, this, of these, the mob that came through my gate. I was worried that I was going to be killed. I didn't of care what, what race they were. Yeah, yeah, that's stunning. If someone's going to kill you, do you really care if they're white or brown or yellow or blue? 
I mean, does it really matter when your life's in danger? Do you think, oh, because this person's white, they're not going to kill me, although they're coming at you? Uh, I mean, if I saw two white guys with long hair walking down the street, coming at me, they had a hoodie and kind of looking, I'd cross the road. I'm just, I, I don't care what their skin color is. I'm telling you, I would feel uncomfortable because I know the world we live in. How many videos have we all seen where someone walks up to a complete stranger and cold cocks them? Or on the subway, just cold cocks them, doesn't even know who they are. Some Remember in New York City just a couple weeks ago? A black gentleman walking down the street, saw, there was a 92-year-old a white woman pushing a little stroller, and he just hit her in the side of the head without even looking at her, just pushed her over. She slammed into a fire hydrant. She had to be taken to the hospital. And by the way, he had like 15 other instances of that. He'd been three different times recently, been let out, arrested, and then let out immediately because he was harassing people, abusing people. Look it up. And so people beat up people all the time. And nowadays, if you beat up a white guy and you're a black person, you're righteous. Look at a Macy's employee. A black guy went up to a Macy's employee. Just Google it. You'll see it. Right in the store and just pummels him. And he said, well, the reason I did it is because he called me a, uh, the N-word. Oh, and so everyone's like, yeah, that white guy deserved it. And then they show the, they look at the video in the store. And he never even had a conversation, didn't say anything, he didn't even see him. He was turned the other way. This black guy comes up behind him and starts pummeling him, unknown. I mean, he didn't even see him. And so now it's proven, now that black guy has files charged against him has, has, uh, because he lied. He just used it as a reason to beat up a white guy because now that's the end thing because all white people should feel guilty because slaves uh, were slaves 200 years ago. Logical. That's just stunning. It's illogical. So, ladies and gentlemen, man, there's a lot of people squeezing. I'm counseling this guy right now that's been a multimillionaire, owns some huge restaurants, I mean, does well, and he's lost everything. He, he's, he's only allowed to put 40 people in his restaurant that seats 200 people. He's losing $150,000 a month. He's ready to lose everything. He's ready to lose his wife, ready to lose everything. Uh, and, man, he's ready to snap. He and his wife are each other's throats. They love each other. They're most Christians, and they're ready to kill each other. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to process this. We've got to speak the truth to lies. We've got to stop cowering, stop cowering back and letting the lies take over. And when good people don't speak up, bad things happen. And ladies and gentlemen, we're better than this. We got to be wound tight, but we got to release that tightness. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. construction business constructing memories relationships new ideas and a legacy that will outlive us life is best imagined as a construction project at like it matters we craft tools and teach you how to use them mr black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream one of those tools is individual life counseling the best analogy is a life caddy because sometimes you just need another set of eyes a second tool books by mr black always opening up your mind Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. 
And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance. And MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by July 31st, and you'll save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have, and start saving. Here it is called 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Amen. I am Mr. Black, and that's John spinning the dials, a little bit of Wolfman Jack to him there, spitting on some good music for us. And that's what it was about. When you know who you are, you stand. When you know who you are, you keep doing what you're supposed to do, even when other people attack you. And it's tough today. I'm Honestly, and that's what I want this show to be about, to realize I get it's tough. I'm in the battle as well. I get it. It's not easy. And if you're looking for easy, you got to go somewhere else. I told you, uh, you know, being attacked by this petty little guy, this petty little guy on LinkedIn, and he's just attacks. I mean, he's snide, he's mean, uh, he's nasty. Uh, and he said, oh, you know, I responded, listen, I don't need you to define me, man. I go, I, I just, I've, I've impacted 15 to 20,000 people's lives. I go, this is what I do. I, I know who I am. I've helped people of all colors. He goes, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Well, how come those 15,000 people aren't on LinkedIn defending you? Huh? I, I bet you're just making it up. And so I did a simple response. I said, I'm done with you. This will be the last communication I have with you. I said for three reasons. Number one. 
most people don't feel the need to defend a man who's being attacked by a child, number one. Uh, number two, because the people I help are productive members of society, and they're out there making a difference. They're not sitting on their phone attacking people. And then I said, number three, and the most important of all, is Matthew 7, 6. And I said, since you've probably never seen a Bible or picked one up, let me read it to you. And it said, that's where it says, do not cast things holy towards dogs that do not cast your pearls to swine. In other words, kick the dust off your shoes. The good book tells us uh, if someone's not interested in what you got to say, you kick the dust off your shoes and move on. Uh, I'm always amazed that people want to hit people over the head with the Bible. and God never says that. Uh-uh. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, only those that come are the ones he called. And so if someone's not interested in, in your word of God and what you're sharing, then move on. He's, undoubtedly, they're not a child of God. And so I'm working to be as positive as I can not to lower myself because, like the song said, you got to stand. you got to know who you are. And don't let other people change who you are. But it's a confusing world, right? How about this one? And we don't know what we're supposed to be. So here's this great story. Harvard grad blames Trump supporters after stab video. This was in today's news. It says she's a Harvard graduate. But a Connecticut woman apparently learned this week that words and actions have consequences. What? How did, how did she get through college without knowing that words and actions have consequences? What? So, in a new video Wednesday, cheery-eyed Clara Genover, because she's so woke, claims she lost a job with Deloitte Touche accounting firm after saying in a previous video that went viral that she would stab. You hear that? She would stab anyone who told her all lives matter. Logic. She's going to kill them. She's going to bleed them out. That's what she said. And she says, because people saw that and shared it, millions of people saw it, and she's just standing up for Black Lives Matter. And she said, standing up for Black Lives Matter put me in a place online to be seen by millions of people. So she said then, but now she says, as a result, the job that I'd worked really hard to get and meant a lot to me has called me and fired me because of everything. Yeah, let's play our little violins. Poor little woke girl. Genova also said supporters of President Trump shared in the blame. Quote, Trump supporters took my job away from me, she claims. I've gotten death threats, rape threats, violent threats. And by the way, that's not okay. Stop that, people. You're better than that. She said it was okay. But now my future is entirely compromised because, ready for this? Because Trump supporters have decided to come for my life. That's why. It has nothing to do with her threatening to kill people, stab people, to bleed him out. Now, here's this. The graduate with a degree in government and psychology, <laughs> their degrees in psychology, shows you how much a college education is worth nowadays, claims that Deloitte let her go despite a company claim of standing against systemic r- bias, racism, and unequal treatment. I think she got equal treatment. Are you telling me that if someone says, I want to kill all Black Lives Matter supporters, you're telling me Deloitte, to, Deloitte wouldn't have got rid of them too? Logical. I think that's, that's equal treatment. I think they're doing exactly what they said. She also warns Trump supporters and Deloitte, she threatens them, that she won't be defeated. So she I'm so strong. Yeah. And so, and so here's what she said. She goes, on her video, she put this. She says she issued a warning. A warning. You know what a warning is? Look it up, lady. You got a college degree. Look it up. You probably got a dictionary somewhere. She said, anyone with the nerve, the sheer entitled caucasity. Isn't that a cool word? That's what you white people have. 
sheer entitled caucasity to say all lives matter. I'm going to stab you. Uh, again, she doesn't even know English. She put, I'm going to stab you. Not, uh, I'm a, I apostrophe M-A. I'm going to stab you, she said. I'm going to stab you, and while you're struggling and bleeding out, I'm going to show you your my paper cut and say, my cut matters too. Wow. I don't know why she got in trouble for that. Threatening someone with violence shouldn't be against the law as long as you're on the right side of history, right? That's all. But this is why I want to address this. Because some of us, we need to have understanding. Remember, there's three perceptual positions. First position, second position, third position. There's only three ways to see any situation. And we're so wrapped up in first position, which is self, seeing it from our eyes, that we can't see another person's point of view. And so I want some of you to realize I get the whole Black Lives Matter concept. I get it. There's been a lot of abuse, a lot of, a lot of people. And because of, of uh, slavery, uh, man, black people are treated poorly in this year for a lot of the last 200 years. But, boy, we just celebrated Juneteenth. We just celebrated a lot of things. And you know what? We understand that's part of our past. But i got to be honest with you. I don't know how anybody uh, under my age, 55 years and under, can claim that there's, uh, if anything, black people have gotten more benefits. I grew up in the time where affirmative action, where there were a lot of jobs I couldn't get because I was white that were held for black people, where there's a lot of colleges I could have never went to because I'm white and because my grades aren't up. But if I was black, I'd be able to admit it in for free. And so not right or wrong, good or bad. It's just they were attempting to level the playing field. That's what affirmative action was. It was a form of reparations to kind of balance. So I grew up a lot. I've got to be honest with you, wanting to be black. If I was black, my life would be a lot easier. If I was black right now, I'd have millions of dollars in grant money. I'd be doing a lot of great things because as a black person, I could get all this money, the grants. Look it up. There are hundreds of millions of dollars available for grants. But most of it, unless you're, a, a, unless you're black or a woman or a minority, you don't get it. Remember, Black Lives Matter gets funded by George Soros, $100 million. Plus, they get $33 million a year from Democratic causes. Of course, the money that they raise, like some large percentage, 50 or 60 percent of that, goes to Democratic coffers. Right on. So it's just no, no different than the Democrats in the union. They feed each other. They feed each other. So I want to address this, though, because I do believe black lives matter. Matter of fact, I believe black lives matter so much that I want you to know Horace Lorenzo Anderson was killed in Seattle's Capitol Hill organized protest. And what I want to do is I want to play a clip number one, and I'm going to stop it uh, about halfway through, and I want to make some comments, and then we'll play the rest of it afterwards. So go ahead and play clip number two, please. I think they should have just been, man, this, I mean, it's incredible, you know. My son's 19, you know, I mean, they should have been did something about this a long time ago. And I don't, you know, like I say, I'm not, I understand Black Lives Matter and everything was going on and everything, but that's not my movement right now. My movement is let them know that was my son. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Horace Lorenzo Anderson was my son. That I don't know. I'm not. I'm not with all this. Whatever's going on, politics or none of that. None of that. I don't know nothing about that. I don't even know nothing about that. All I know is this was my son, and I love him. And I've been having him. Man, it's been my son, and this is incredible. And I don't know. That should have been gone a long time ago. Now here were two black gentlemen who probably have never watched Fox News. Who and Sean Hannity was doing his best to be. And they said, "Listen, this is not about politics." I know there's a lot going on, but I, I really don't care about black lives. I care about my son. His son is a black young man. 
19 years old, killed. And you're going to find out no one even told him. Because the police weren't allowed in there, the mayor never called him, uh, the, the, the governor never called him, police never showed up because the police weren't allowed in that area. And here's a young boy, 19 years old, who just disappeared for two weeks. His dad didn't even, wasn't able to see him. No one ever told him his son was dead. Let's play the second half, please. He has a concern about um, yes, the fact that he was never, uh, no one ever came and spoke Nobody to him. Nobody ever. I never talked to when I... The day I found, only way I found out, I see my son the night before he passed away. He was on the couch. I seen him, and he was like he was about to go to sleep. I I, I seen him. I laughed at him. We tickled a little bit. He stayed with me all day, you know, because he stays with me anyway. That's my guy. And we laughed, and I said, I'm going to sleep. I went to sleep, and only way I found out was just two of his friends, just two friends that just happened to be up there. And they came and told me they weren't even from Seattle. Now, mind you, I haven't heard the police department. They never came. My son's address, his ID, him personally, you know, him as a person. He still had somebody should have came, knocked on my door, and still to this day should have been like, come to talk to me and let me know about my son. To this day, I really, I don't know nothing. I'm just still sitting hey, here. I haven't heard nothing from nobody. Ain't nobody you, well, contact you, you, me. You haven't if heard from the from mayor? You, you haven't heard from the mayor? You haven't heard from the governor? You didn't hear from anybody? I haven't heard from the mayor. I haven't heard from the police department. I just now recently, just mm. because we went Well, on. as a dad, that breaks my heart. And this is what I'm saying. If this is really about Black Lives Matter, and they do, please hear that. They do. Then his son would have mattered. These cops that are killed would matter. That these, uh, all the black... Chicago that were killed last week and the weekend before, they would matter. But you don't hear about any of those unless they're killed by a cop or a white person. It seems to these BLM movement people, the only time of Black Lives Matter is when, uh, how they die. And that should matter how people live. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and radio.com. 
relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. WNAV is your full-service audiovisual partner, specializing in corporate meetings, equipment rental, and installation services with a committed focus on quality and value. For more information about how WNAV can help you, visit WNAV-video.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Mother, mother, there's too many of you to cry. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you die. You know I am Mr. Black, and man, John, I wish you hadn't done that. I got all emotional. I'm all teary-eyed, John. Like, wow, where did that come from? I meant to jump in a lot sooner. I am Mr. Black, and I am, I am messed up. So I'll, I'll just lead with that. I am an emotional wreck. My heart aches. My heart aches because there's so much pain, so much hurt. I'm very empathic. I walk in people's pain. I've been blessed by God to make an impact in 15, 20,000 people's lives. And you know why I get to do that? Because I'm willing to walk in people's pain. I'm willing to put on their pain, put on their uncomfortableness, and feel their pain, and stand next to them, and weep with them, and hold them, and uh, 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 agree with them, even if I might not agree with what happened or what they did to get where they are. We're all living, breathing human beings. We all want the same thing. We all want to love and be loved. We want to know we make a difference. We want to find value. We want to provide for our kids. We want to live in a safe environment. And we just live in such a hateful time. We used to be taught respect. I was taught that when I get pulled over by a cop, yes, sir, no, sir. You follow instructions. When a teacher uh, says something, you say, yes, sir, no, sir. And my dad, you say, and if that teacher did anything wrong, you come home and tell me, I'll deal with it. But if you don't listen to that teacher, I'll beat your little butt when you get home. Even if they're wrong. And if they're wrong, you come home and tell me, I'll deal with it. What happened to that? Teaching people about respect. Florida sheriff rips media, defends police amid, amid nationwide unrest. A Florida sheriff released a video supporting police officers facing protests and calls to have their departments defunded around the country. He said, don't fall victim to subjecting yourself to this conversation that law enforcement is bad, that law enforcement is the enemy of the citizens that were sworn to protect and serve. 
And what he was talking about is they had a call. Where was it here? They had Daniel's the African-American sheriff in his country, uh, county's history, the first African-American uh, in his county's history. Being, they're being attacked. Tampa police chief on ambush of officers. In Tampa Bay, someone called in, said there were shots fired. A cop showed up, and then a mob of people surrounded them. So early on Saturday morning, two of Dugan's officers were injured while responding to a report of shots fired by a gunshot victim. However, when they arrived at the scene, a crowd of hundreds was there to greet them. As the officers searched for a possible victim, the massive group of people blocked their path and became aggressive. The mob surrounded the officers, threw bottles and glass, and jumped on police vehicles. The officers could not locate a victim. I have no idea told reporters. When there are that many people out there, clearly no one had been shot. It was a setup to get cops there. And now look what Virginia's doing. Do you hear what the Democrats in Virginia are doing? This is always going to work well. Virginia Democrats propose lowering criminal penalty for assaulting police officers from a felony to a misdemeanor. What? Last year in Virginia, ready for this? 2,000 assaults in Virginia alone on police officers with one death and many injuries from minor to critical. Under current law, attacking a police officer carries a mandatory six-month sentence, but they want to change it now to just a misdemeanor, like a parking ticket. Oh, my gosh. Play clip number three, please. Let me just say, uh, Hannity, um, I don't want to make this no kind of political statement or political you can say, situation. You can say really anything you want, that. sir. Um, sir, you can say anything you want on yes. my show. Yes, You can yes. criticize me. I don't care. Oh, I, I, just, I, I, I want this to no, stop. I, I don't need to criticize you. You were very gracious. You was very gracious in offering your condolences. If nobody else yeah, have, yes. you offered yours, and, and, and that's not a political statement. Yes. You compared his situation t- to your own with your daughter's, and that's big. That means something, and I appreciate you for that. But what I don't want to do is get into who's this and who's the fault and who that, because we don't really know. Chop, yeah. I believe should have been uh, dismantled at least a week before. Yes. Uh, when the first violence happened, we should have looked at it a little differently. And, um, and that wasn't done because I understand navigating in a time in our country that for the George Floyd situation, people were a little bit hesitant on how to act and not to be the one to feel like they're trying to put down young people's voices. And uh, so I understand that as well. I just want to let you know personally beyond all the politics, that I appreciate how you reached out to Horace and you said how you understood his condition. I think that's real big of you, and I appreciate that. So you hear these two black men, or I think Sean Handy, who's conservative, who people tell you, oh, they don't like black people. That's just a lie. Do you hear what he said? That father who's grieving, who wasn't even told his son, wasn't able to see his son, was thanking Sean Handy for respect. You know what Sean Handy meant to that dad? that his son, Horace Lorenzo Anderson, had value. It's all about validation. Remember, validation is, is to give official sanction, confirmation, or approval. We get validation from our father. And since black kids grow up without a father in the home, they're not getting the validation. The other place we get it from is our Heavenly Father. And one thing you'll notice with the BLM movement, there's no God there. You know, Martin Luther King Jr. loved Jesus Christ as much as, much as he loved his black brothers and sisters. And you know, there's no God in the BLM movement. There's no Jesus Christ in the BLM movement. And there's no justice in the BLM movement. It's called retribution. Play clip number four. I've never been on TV, so I don't know how to be on TV. But my son was a child of special needs. He was born at 25 weeks. 
you know. So, you know, they compare him. They trying to want to put him just do that. But, you know, he was a child. He had, de de you know, developmental delays, you know what I'm saying? So he's easily to man manipulate. You know, you can tell him something, come on, and he'll, he'll come on. You know, he's one of those trying to type of child, you know. So, and very influenced by others. Yeah, mm -hmm. easily, easily yeah. influenced, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Easily. He was sitting on my couch. I went to bed. I seen my son. When I went, when I left that night, I'd seen him. I came home. I seen him. I went to, man, I seen him, and I just said, "I love you, man. I'm going to sleep." And you know that everything else is just seems like a blur. Yeah, I don't even. I'm yeah. numb. I'm still numb today. I I got to bury my son tomorrow. You know, and it's just been a lot going on. And my whole thing and my whole life is, man, this is incredible. Yeah. And I'm like. You know, I, I still this day, I, it's been almost two weeks. I haven't heard from nobody. Has mm -hmm. nobody called? They still ain't. Ain't nobody called me or tried to find me. And his ID is my ID, so his number is my number. So they can. It's easy to come for the you know, detective. Say, hey, excuse me, knock on my door. Excuse me, let me tell you what happened about your about son, your or son. let me. I don't mm -hmm. know nothing. I had to find my son. They wouldn't even let me see my son that night. It took me a whole week before I can see my son. And then well, let me just say, well, okay, well, well, let me hey, just say Mr. that Anderson, he's in trauma on. right well, now. Mr. Know, Anderson, yes, you didn't, you weren't yes. allowed to see your son for a week. You want to talk about someone thinking that his son doesn't matter? See, this father saying it, my son mattered. And whether Black Lives Matter protest for him or not, my son mattered. Why was he treated like he didn't matter? not validate. See, this is what confusion does. Confusion, because of the confusion, even though they want to be there, they can't show up. Cops show up and then they're either heavy-handed or if they don't show up, they're in trouble. That's why we got to stop the confusion. And in case you're confused about the pain of a father who believes his son's death was not good, was bad, that his son's not even get the respect of validation, play the last clip, please. Well, you Somebody did ask for this. And they need to come talk to me and somebody need to come tell me something because I still don't know nothing. And somebody need to come to my house and knock on my door and tell me something. But, you know, I don't know nothing. All I know is my son, was, he got killed up there and he's just a, it's just, just a 19 year old. No, that's Horace Lorenzo Anderson. That's my son, you know, and I loved him. And that was my son. That breaks my heart, man. How do you listen to that without breaking your heart? That's a human being. It's a living, breathing human being. I don't care what color the vehicle is. You can go to any dealership and see hundreds of vehicles. Some are big, some are small, some are four-door, some are two-door, some are orange, some are black, some are blue. But you know what? They're all vehicles. They're all vehicles. And every single human being is a living, breathing human being. They have pain and they have desires. They have fear. They want to love and be loved just like we do. we got to start standing up for what's right. We know what's right. We've been trained in what's right. And all these people bowing down to the God of the BLM movement. And I have Christians telling me, oh, you got to walk gingerly. you got to understand people's pain. I do understand the pain. And if I was counseling someone who was raped or molested as a child 20, 30, 40 years ago, I would let them process that pain, and then I would move them forward. I would get their focus off their past and move it forward. Why don't you check out who the first black elected official was in this country? Why don't you look up uh, the first black U.S. senator in 1800s uh, that took the place of the president of the Confederate States? Why don't you look that up? You don't hear about him. I'm not going to give you a name. I want you to look him up. But he was a Republican. 
And he's not in the Black History Museum either, probably, because he doesn't sit on the right side of what people say you're supposed to believe. Stirs me up. I'm wound tight. This is Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Just remember who I am, because you're giving up your sanity, for your pride and your vanity, turn your back on humanity, oh, and you don't give up. Hi, this is Lee. And this is Matt from the Kingdom Builders. About 22 years ago, I remember doing my father's roof in Bloomington after a huge hailstorm had gone through. And now he just had me come out and take a look at his roof because he wants to make sure it's okay. 22 years old now. Most roofs in that time era were good for about 20, 25, maybe 30 years. So if you're looking to get an honest assessment on whether your 22-year-old roof is still good, give us a call. Yeah, Lee, I remember that storm too. And as I drive around Burnsville, uh, Bloomington, the South Metro, I see all of these roofs that were replaced back in 1998. And it may be time for an assessment for us to come out and let you know if you have a year or three left or if now is a good time to get those shingles replaced. For an honest assessment on your roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. Ringing Liberty and